Now, Turkish Grand Prix is back on the Formula 1 calendar for a second year in a row. As described by a friend of the show, James, it was the driest wet race in history. Very strange. Also, in this week's show, we cover the penultimate weekend of the British Touring Car Championship from Donington Park, in which Ash Sutton strengthened his grip on this year's title. My name is Colin, and as always, I'm joined by Nick and by Tom. Start off with a bit of news. It looks like the Alfa Romeo will be leaving the grid or changing hands or I'm not really sure. Andretti Motorsport looking line to buy the Alfa Romeo F1 team, which of course is the Sauber Group F1 team mm. with a naming deal with Alfa Romeo. It looks like the deal is going to go through pretty soon, according to Autosport.com and a couple of other websites. Bit of a out of left field one. I didn't even hear about it until you brought it up, Nick. Yeah, it's a it's a weird one. It seems a strange time to get into it, but um, yeah, as I say, I'm not sure if they're gonna buy into it being Alfa Romeo still. So they'll be Andretti instead of Salbo, but still sponsored by Alfa Romeo and still called Alfa Romeo. Or if he wants to take over the team and rebrand it as Andretti. Didn't we talk about? recently how the Alfa Romeo sponsorship deal was renewed for next year on a rolling mm-hmm. basis yeah. so may, regardless of ownership it might it might unless they want to buy out that sponsorship deal or something it, it might still be called Alfa Romeo but it's just I think it definitely has to be for the next year or two yeah I just don't know what the long term plans are going to be hmm. well if I was them I'd be trying to bring in some American focus sponsors and backers mm-hmm um, that would make sense. That would fit in with the Andretti thing. Although, haven't they just got sponsorship by um, an IndyCar uh, DHL, the big, uh, I think the German postals postage company? So that's not very American. So I suppose yeah, it could go anyway. We'd have to uh, read into the uh, nationality of the owners to uh, guess the team name or sponsors. Perhaps I suppose we could speculate on the drivers though. Next, do you think that you think that they want to bring over IndyCar, one or two IndyCar drivers? Uh, team set up. Colton Herter was the person that was uh, rumoured, um, but presumably not for next year because we don't think he has the super license points. So next year is still open, but I think long term, if they do buy the team, they want an American driver. Would make sense. Mm. Looks like Colton Herter, depending on how you count his FIE points, might get a super license next year um, if they count his Indy Lights championship, which. I'm not sure it's really counted at the level that they need it to. Yeah, because it's lower points for that, isn't it? Yeah, but because he had one season that's an IndyCar that scores real low in the FIA system. Mm-hmm. But if his Indy Lights season counts, that's an extra 12 points, I think, which would take him to the limit that he needs to reach. Mm, he was the best yeah. Andretti driver in IndyCar this year. Although Andretti not on an amazing run of form in IndyCar. Other teams seem to be doing uh, better at the minute. So I'm batting really for Chaz Mostert, who is their driver in Australian supercars, which will be a complete left turn. <laughs> but wouldn't it just be amazing as an aside to have like, you know, some Torrey car or GT drivers just go that are really good in those respective fields to try out Formula One. It'll never happen. Tom Chilton. Yeah, Tom Chilton. That was the first day that came to your mind. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Chilton Motorsport, bring back Max as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, who does part-time driving in IndyCar as it happens? So there's a link, I suppose. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, it'll be interesting to get some proper investment in that team because they've been 
a shambles this year on an off track. Yeah, some of the organisational <laughs> yeah. errors are real rookie. You can't be perfect all the time, but yeah, not ideal. Uh, but I think it's a shame that they're buying a team rather than setting up a new team. Because I think we're desperately needing new teams. Because if you look at the pipeline of young talent that can't get a seat in F1 next year, yeah, that's basically just getting left out to dry. Even, uh, even Mercedes are forming the Formula E team, so there's drivers there that mm-hmm. were in line for F1 seats and are just sat with nothing to go to. Formula E thing's so, interesting, yeah, because that, that would give paid gigs to drivers who weren't quite good enough to F1 or there wasn't a seat available or transitioned from other series and that field is uh, scaling back or maybe the manufacturer money is being removed from that series uh, next season. Plus, like you say, not enough cars on the grid, potentially. We need uh, Mauritia back. Is that what you're saying? Mana. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Sorry. <laughs> Bring back HRT, Super Aguri. Oh, yeah. Super Middle Aguri. Middle one. Oh, man. I think financially, though, it makes more sense for them to... Because he's not buying yeah. the entire team. I think he wants to buy the majority shareholding of the team. Yeah. Right. Um, but it's 200 million, I believe, that you have to pay to enter a new team in F1. Oh, yeah. right. Um, so if it's less than that, plus you've already got all the facilities there, you don't have to build them up yourself. No. It no, makes it make, much makes more sense. sense financially. So they'll own a Swiss-based team, which is interesting. Yeah. Andretti. It's not a tax dodge, this full thing, is it? <laughs> it could be. <laughs> you it's said not like that, when, Yeah, it's not like when Jimmy Carr was a used car salesman at the weekends. <laughs> <laughs> it's not one of those jobs, is it? Let's hope not. Let's hope it's, uh, they're fully invested in it. And I don't know if they'll use... Mm. Well, who knows what their actual management structure will be. It might just stay the same, right? It's or true. It could not. I was just going to say that it is just a rumour. Yeah. Um, we have no definitive proof this is happening, but... Or contacts. <laughs> true. <laughs> Google has given us information and I'm taking it as gospel. <laughs> I think, uh, it, again, I'm going back to Supercars in Australia. They, ha- they invested and put their name... Andretti name within the team name, but they're hands off. Mm. They existing in Walkinshaw a lot are still running the team, and Ryan Walkinshaw still picking the drivers and working on the sponsors. So it could be a relationship like that, um, because surely Andretti will spend most of their time in America with their American stuff, or trying to find another Formula E team after they got the BMW yeah. withdrew, withdrew. So yeah, fascinating timing. The only more about news is the thing that confirmed the calendar for next year: twenty three races. Uh, it's not really surprising mm. the tracks on it um, I think we'll do one more sprint this year because they said they're going to do three Brazil that's uh, definitely going to be Brazil if Brazil goes ahead it's supposed to be Brazil uh, as the sprint race right whoop whoop yep <laughs> qualifying Q1 Masbin Raikkonen Giovinazzi Latifi and then the two shockers was Ricardo out in P16 and Mick Schumacher making it through yeah well done to Mick. That was a superb effort. He was very, very pleased and rightly so. Because mm. as you saw, Colin, in real life, this, this Haskar is miles behind everybody. It's embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> so it is. Yeah. So that's a hell of a result. Weather assisted, but still. When the opportunity is there, you've got to take it. And Mazepin yeah. didn't. Exactly, yeah. You can mm. only measure him against his teammate, really. And he, well, was miles ahead. Mm. Three seconds. 
I'm going to revert back on Ricardo and say we should write him off the year. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's like Bottas. My opinion of him swings week to week. Mm. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, that's not a good one. Q2, signs didn't start because I think he swapped his engine. Mm-hmm. So just got through Q2 and then gave Leclerc a tow yeah. for his lap to get him through to Q3. Mick Love went it. out as did George Ocon and Vettel. So Yuki should know they made it through. Good old Yuki. That's a best one for yeah. a long time. But George unfortunately messed up the final corner. Yeah. Dead. May or may not have been good enough for Q3. Who knows? I thought the radio messages afterwards were quite like... I would have said to him, Oh, well, you know, we don't know, but it would have been a good lap. But they were just like, Nope. Um, yeah, you messed up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. leaving it in the year. We just yeah. can't be bothered to sugarcoat right now. <laughs> then Q3... Lewis Hamilton takes the fastest lap. Uh, I'm not going to say pole position because oh God, that yeah. was a whole big thing on Saturday. Was it? Hamilton's mm. fastest, but he takes a 10 place grid penalty for uh, an engine swap, an internal combustion engine swap. Did it not count as uh, pole position then? In no. The record books. Bottas gets pole position. Oh. But Hamilton pole got the tyre. Is the person who starts the race at the front. Is what mm. they were saying on the commentary. Right. Yeah. So why uh, is Hamilton getting the award? He gave it to Valtteri afterwards. Oh, yes, oh. he was taken ah. back. <laughs> That's awkward as hell. He wrote mm. a little note on it saying, enjoy my tyre. <laughs> <laughs> so, Bottas gets Paul, Verstappen, third, Leclerc, fourth, Gaza, fifth, Alonso, I thought, then Mega to get sixth. Yeah. Yep. Perez, rubbish to get seventh. Usual. <laughs> 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 you know. And then, yeah, Norris 8th. McLaren wasn't really on it this weekend. No, bad weekend for McLaren, I would say, pace-wise. Not, not really anywhere at any point. Ferrari were quicker. Not a track they're meant to be very good with. Apparently it's the uh, medium-length, oh, right. long corners that they really struggle with. Or oh, sorry, medium-speed, long corners. And that's what Turkey is. I see. So this is uh, Anis Rublis. Right, okay, well, fair enough. Um, but it's still not ideal when they're fighting for third in the constructors. No, exactly. Um, but, you know, Leclerc, that's a s- superb lap in fourth, and Gasly in fifth. Your your mate Gasly, Colin, doing well up there, representing? Yeah. What happened to your mate, Giovinazzi? Oh, well, he outqualified his teammate, so there we go, bonus <laughs> points. True. <laughs> uh, who was, actually, we should touch upon it, who was very annoyed about stuff in, was it practice? About yes. Uh, drinking and everyone's like, oh, it's Kimmy and the drink and the, oh, hey, it's Kimmy, Kimmy, Kimmy. And I was a bit like, that's actually quite rude. Mm. <laughs> it's, it's a bit far. And the yeah. fact it's the word "your" that stood, stood out to me. Like if he was actually part yeah. of the team and it were working together, it wouldn't. He wouldn't say that. It would say mm-hmm. just say the all oh, the drinks leaking and it's very annoying. But it wasn't even qualifying on the race, right? It's just it's practice. Yeah. Um, oh, your drinking system's rubbish. It does sound like he personally blames his own race engineer as it well. It does, it does. <laughs> yeah. It's your fault. <laughs> I think uh, I think Kimmy's gave up. Yeah. yeah. So just once out. There was a former F1 team boss who was at Williams, I think, now in the 90s. Does media work now. He's got a YouTube channel. Oh, his Ooh, name's gone. YouTube he was in channel. the car with Frank Williams when he had his crash. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know the guy. It's not, not Patrick Head. No, 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 no. I do know the guy, and I Peter Windsor. I got it. Oh yeah. yes, yeah. He he was doing a video 
Yeah, I think he does videos after every race yeah. and weekend, and he was doing a video saying that if he was still team boss, he would have sacked. Yeah, okay. Uh, are in the car. Then, well, he says he would have got Guan Yuzhou in the car and just gave him a run to the end of the season. Uh, it's not that straightforward because all in mm. is all over the car. So it would definitely be Kubica. Yeah. yeah. But I'd actually prefer that at this point, as savage as that seems. <laughs> yeah. I thought Sakinon's a bit harsh, but Kimmy, I think he probably needs to put back in line. Yeah. Do you remember when he used to fell out with Lotus? Did he even not do the last race of Lotus that he did? Could be wrong on that one. Uh, that when he went back to Ferrari? Well, yeah, when he went back to Ferrari again. I feel like he might have missed a race at Lotus I just because he they fell out. Surgery on his back, I'm sure. Right, yeah. It was a yeah. race that D'Ambrosio was in for, but I can't remember if it was Kimi or... Right, well, I've sent us down a rabbit hole there. Tweet, yeah, that's final corner pod. Is that the right handle? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Yeah, he if missed the last two races for Lotus because he had back surgery. Right, but he'd also ah, fallen yes. out with the team at the time, and I was always sceptical towards that. Well, yeah, because they were refusing to pay him because they signed up to a ridiculous bonus structure that almost bankrupted the team and right. wanted his money. Yeah. <laughs> so he might have had the back surgery just timed for postseason, right? But then just yeah. Got... Anyway, that was qualifying Race. and 2012 <laughs> or 13. <laughs> yeah, I do think Kemi's obviously gave up. And uh, someone needs to calm him down. Mm. So, race. I made a rather rude prediction, Valtteri, and I apologise. <laughs> <laughs> I said after qualifying that your job was to keep Max behind you, and I gave him to the 50 metre board at turn one for it was so late, <laughs> given his recent defences. So, his radio message is aimed at you. It is. It is. I am the man. <laughs> for a collie bar. <laughs> yeah. F you. Yeah. Two two races ago, I praised him the hell. Last week, I slated him, and uh, this week, I'm going to apologise. Um, he done a great job. He got a decent start, kept Max behind, mm. and Verstappen couldn't ever touch him on pace. Yeah, so. it was in the start that was key, mm. and then he was quick enough. He had the little gap after lap one, which clearly must inspire confidence in him. That all oh, right, this is it. This is the chance. Mm. Or it could be the fact that he know he knows Hamilton's down down in the grid. Right, this is my one shot. I'm off to uh, Alfa Romeo Andretti next year. <laughs> so let's make the most of it. Whatever, whatever it was, it m- m- motivated him. If you remember last year when he spun around a million times and it was a yeah. disaster, wasn't it? Oh god, yeah. Um, so this time, different person turned up. Well done, Valtteri. Amazing drive in the end, actually. I would say just to. No, it was, e- I think. Yeah, even when Leclerc's in front, he didn't fluster. Pulled a nice overtake. Hmm. To get back the lead again, so yeah, I think it was his first win since was it Sochi oh. last year? I, I think, think so, it yeah. was. It definitely hasn't won this year. Yeah, it hasn't ever been close to winning this year. So well done. He did. Well, he did everything right. Everything perfect. Was quicker Verstappen. than Max. So yeah, yeah. Verstappen just couldn't touch him. Yeah. Um, there's ongoing accusations about Mercedes engine, but I don't think. Oh, that's... and something to do with the front wing or something. Yeah, oh, it always. It moves. It, there's a there's pictures going around. I saw on Instagram of it <laughs> mo- of it in different positions. I think weren't they very very quick in a straight line in free practice yeah. in the dry, like yeah. extraordinarily yeah. quick. Yeah, yeah. But it so could be that other teams have got a lot of wing on. Well, all the teams mm. are went to the FIA to ask for something of a look at the Mercedes engine, and I think that was clarified or rejected this week, basically. Red Bull were adamant it wasn't a 
an appeal that mm. they raised or anything or protest. They just asked for clarification and that was knocked out. But there's even stories being coming out of, I'm assuming, the Red Bull camp of the... <laughs> Helmut Macker's been on the phone again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Saying that the engine sounds weird. Um, oh, well, that's, all... there we go. That's it. This is this <laughs> all, this is the usual... They've turned it up a bit because they've got brand new engines in both of those cars over the last couple of races. Oh, it could be no. they've been sandbagging all year. Well, it must be. Well. It must be cheating. Yeah, sorry. Shouldn't <laughs> shouldn't they worry about the actual truth? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that was the latest bit of team drama this week. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we're well done, Bottas. Um, elsewhere at the start. Uh, there was three wide going for turn one with Gasly, Alonso and Perez. Perez on the inside, Alonso on the outside. Gasly runs wide, spins Alonso around and picks up a five second penalty. Mm-hmm. Which I always think is a little harsh at the start, but... I thought yeah. it was a bit harsh. I thought it was a bit harsh. There was space was on his left, but... Yeah. yeah. It was tricky. He did kind of understeer into him, but then it was horrible conditions, untested. Yeah, Perez is on the left as well. Yeah. He was quite far to his left, though. He like, was. Relatively. It was like there was another half, maybe full mm. car's width. But, you know. That was a bit harsh. I felt that was a bit harsh. I mean, good move from Perez, really. There was actually a bit of... Everyone's focusing on Gasly and Lonzo, but Perez took it down the inside of two cars, effectively, mm. and got it done. Yeah. That which helped his race. Yeah, measurably. definitely. Demonstrably. Mm. Lonzo then... Got his anger out, I think, at that point by <laughs> yeah. then hitting Mick Schumacher about three corners later and spinning him. That was a that solid penalty. Was deserved. Yeah. Yeah. He came from about four million miles back to just whacking at the side of him. Now, did you see the comments of Alonso? They were pretty outrageous before the race. Where So I think he got that, that penalty because he's Spanish, right? I think that's what he was insinuating. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But <sighs> was this the whole fallout from Russia? Yes. Yes, it was. Where he did not get a penalty for cutting the corner. Correct. Yep. But he was annoyed that his response to that the question of uh, why didn't you get a penalty and why did you practice it on the warm up lap was well you know Norris is British so he didn't get a penalty for the pit entry. Yeah. Just push that one aside. It's kind of clever in a way because and I think it was it's clearly premeditated. Yeah. Because it's a controversial statement. That's out there, and that's getting the headlines. Not the fact they didn't get a penalty. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. that Alonso. Yep. Yeah, sorry. In the race, he got spun and then spun someone else. Mm-hmm. I must apologise. Someone decided to start hammering nails at them. The joining wall between me and my neighbours. <laughs> I thought and it was. Er- I thought it was Eric. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> and uh, a professional recording studio here. Isn't dampening the sounds enough. Yeah. Who decides to do DIY at 9pm nine, nine at night? It's either that or they're really pissed off about me speaking loudly <laughs> in my, in my uh, recording studio. Yeah. Dario Franchitti knocking the wall through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I need to speak to you about that after this podcast. Okay. It's, a, it's an off-air discussion. <laughs> um, Hamlin overtakes Gasly around outside at one point. Nice move. Yeah, that was nice, but uh, Yuki held him back for a few laps. So I, mm. I was like, where's where's the Gasly defence? But I suppose he caught him at the yeah. perfect slipstream to just get past him on the straight almost. But Yuki did well to hold him up for a little bit. I think he came after, out afterwards saying, I was doing everything I can to help Max. Mm. 
<laughs> well, the other yeah. red ball. Dro- oh no, I suppose Perez did as well later on. It was a good defence though, because Lewis basically caught him unawares. Yep. Um, he went to turn in and realised Lewis was there, and just stuck it around the outside for the next couple of corners and kept the place. Yeah, it was nice. It was good. Yeah, the thing about it was is fighting at least four other cars now that are helping Max. Yeah. Both half times. <laughs> and Helmut Marco says that Alonso is trying to help Max as well because he doesn't like Lewis. And Valtteri. And Valtteri. Yeah, Valtteri's just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, in the comment I watched, they were, they were insinuating, oh, and Lewis is coming up on Stroll now, he's going to help him out. But I don't think he did. No. I don't think no. Aston Martin is... And I don't think they're quick enough to, anyway. No. I think I think the Toro Rosso... Uh, Alfa Tauri is quicker than the Aston Martin. I went back in time there. I think <laughs> in the past, when they were Force India, they were a little bit of a Mercedes B team for some things. Yeah, but definitely not now. I don't think not with that um, stroll money. It's a yeah. land stroll first. Yeah, priority. Thank God for Carlos Sainz. Oh yes, and Lewis Hamilton. To be fair, mm-hmm. nothing else happened apart from Sainz making a bunch of overtakes. I'd like to see a supercut of just Sainz's first half of the race, please. Thanks. Yeah, please, please, please do that. F one. Yeah, social media manager. All of us listens to this. Yeah. Um, we know the BTCC social media manager wasn't <laughs> first, so yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So he went from like nineteenth to eleventh within the first eleven laps. Mm. Um, there was one sketch, slightly sketchy overtake on Vettel where he got a bit cross-armed uh, through the I think it was the hairpin. Yeah, and gave Vettel a little clunk. But apart from that, everything was clean, precise. A lot of them were on the brakes, so he was brave. Yeah. On the inside as well, there. not yeah. necessarily on the wet line, right? It was yeah. like a like it was dry. I don't know how he had the confidence to outbreak so late on the inside of turn twelve. Well, with the Vettel one, he had to use a bit of the curb on the inside, and that was definitely sketchy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but impressive. Yeah, some very good late braking maneuvers from him in that one. It was a Daniel Ricciardo of old race. I felt. I was going to say, uh, like a Tom Harrison Lord move. No, no, because I would, I would bundle off <laughs> some person into the gravel or crumble yeah, two laps later. I, I'm not in my roof. It can't be one of those. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, yeah, so Hamilton makes good progress, and then he catches Perez, and then we'll probably get the moment of the race where Hamilton tries to go around it outside the turn 12 from Perez. Sergio fights it back. Ooh, yeah. Hamilton gets inside for 13 and pushes... Perez over the pit entrance around the bollard which you're not supposed to cross you're allowed to do it now though because of uh, Norris <laughs> yeah it's all yeah. allowed so Sergio fights back coming back around the bollard gets inside for the final corner and then manages to hold position into turn one which I thought was really really well done for Perez it was. I've mm. been slating him a lot recently and that was really great defence I'm, I am slightly annoyed that, every, as an aside, yeah, good battle, I agree. Uh, the, the the most annoying thing about Perez is every time he's in a good position, which this season is not that often, sorry, mm. uh, someone has to mention, oh, how good he is at saving tyres. Yeah. <laughs> I know he, he has been in the past, but we don't need to mention it every single time he's in contention for fifth. <laughs> oh, yeah. watch out, he's good on the tyres. It's like, yeah, but what? <laughs> Hang about this, this is going to be harsh, but what if he's not able to extract the maximum from the tyres and therefore 
sometimes it looks like he's saving tires like a. I don't know what, what saving tires like a what? <laughs> I, yeah, that's uh, a good question. No, I don't know either. No. Saving tires like Leto saves penalties. That doesn't work, does it? No, definitely not. Actually, <laughs> because I thought you meant Jay Leno for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that was interesting with that was um, my AWS watch again. Oh, yes, I love this. <laughs> On lap 21, they said four laps for Hamilton to catch Perez. And by lap 34, he did. Mm. Oh. So it was... Um, only what's that nine laps longer than they said it would be? And yeah, still, and still didn't get to overtake him. They lost my parcel this week for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do live chat today. Uh, it actually said on the app, "Oh, it's eight stops away," and then never turned up three days later. Oh <laughs> uh, dear! So basically, Amazon ditched the pointless F1 graphics and fine Tom yeah. New underpants, or whatever he's ordered. Yes, because Please. I order underpants from Amazon. <laughs> oh dear. Those Amazon graphics are hopeless, but I understand it's money in someone's pocket. So. Yep. Yeah. That's why they're there. Well, at 37, we start to get the pits from the front runners, max pits. And then at 38, Vitell tries to go into the medium tyres and gives us all four minutes of hilarity yes. as he tries to go around well, everything, basically without spinning and uh, I think it was worth a gamble because he was outside the top ten there but the track yeah. just wasn't drying it was, Weird. it was quite odd I suppose last year it didn't it was like ice and this year it was just wet all the time mm. it went off at every corner I think I swear on the graphic yeah. it was like yellow flag yellow flag, yellow, yellow <laughs> flag in sector one yellow flag in sector two <laughs> Yeah, couldn't even make it into the pits. Which... No, no. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, he almost reversed into the pit lane. Yeah, <laughs> very lucky not to maneuver. Yeah, very lucky not to smash into the wall there. Did any of you see mm. the uh, camera person celebrating Max Verstappen's pit stop? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he oh, knew no. he was on camera. That was all for sure. Uh, I heard them mention it, and I meant to rewind to see what they said, but I forgot about it. I was either celebrating it's a quick. Uh, Stop. Mm. Oh, he really likes Max Verstappen and his <laughs> non-partisan. Yeah. It was just like, yeah, woo. <laughs> that, that man wanted to be a meme and I think he's got his wish. Yeah. yeah. Very gift-worthy. Fair play to him. So, Leclerc goes along, as does Hamilton. Uh-huh. Um, Leclerc asks, on this <laughs> pace, where will I finish up? Oh, classic. His face into his response was, if you keep Bottas behind, you'll finish P1. Um, yeah. Which is the most obvious statement ever <sighs> given by anyone. Ever. I know. And I wanted to hear the radio message after that, where yes. Rupert just goes, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I know that. Tell me where I'm likely yeah. to finish. So he, he goes along, but eventually I think he pits like 13 laps before the end or something. Yeah. Hamilton also goes along. And at this point, he's adamant he wants to keep going. The team keep calling him in, keep calling him in. And eventually they call him in a final time because he's about to lose his gap to Gasly, who's mm-hmm. sitting in P6. He pits, eight laps to go, comes out, has no grip, his tyres green, and Gasly actually almost passes him. 
Yeah. Mm. Apart from so, the final lap or two where he finally got through the grading phase, but too little, too late. Yeah. Yeah. So he went. He was sitting in P3 at that point and ended up dropping to fifth. And yeah, a bit of a no man's land strategy. I want you guys have a crack at this. Well, they, they told him to come think? in on, I think it was lap 41. Um, and at that point, he would have had time to make use of the fresh tyres after they grained and then come back to him. Hmm. But as he thought at the time, it's worth staying out. And then mm. I think I think they had to bring him in, personally. Um, ah. If you leave him out there, I think mostly because of the, the title. If you leave him out there and a tyre blows... You lose potentially bodywork, bits of the car, and all of your points, and that can completely knacker your championship. Yeah. Whereas bring him in, maybe sacrifice a couple of places, but still get good points. But w- if he'd have stayed out and the tire stayed, he would have been third. Do we think? Not necessarily, because um, Ocon did that, and his tires went completely off a cliff with two or three laps to go, and he lost a couple of places and lost loads of time. Mm. But true. Every that's, that's what different. Hamilton's thinking, though, right? Yes. And last year he had this tire-saving masterclass, right? That yeah. won him the race. But they were basically bald, weren't they? At this point, I mean, the mad thing yeah. about the tires was on lap twenty-one, Ocon's front right tire was completely bereft of tread, and they yeah. managed to make the whole race. That was mad. Um. Oh yeah, I think at the time I was siding with Lewis to actually stay out, and I could see why he was a bit mad. But now you've explained it to me, Nick. In that, <laughs> if they pitted, if they pitted earlier and got through the graining phase, he could have had a crack at mm. Leclerc at least, right? Yeah, but at the time I still agreed with Lewis as well. But it was just in the right. hindsight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the heat of the moment, I was like, mm. "Yeah, stay out. What are you doing?" But I, I see because. Perez and Leclerc also pitted. That was the time to go, wasn't it? I think. Mm-hmm. Did you see Ocon's tyre as well? At the end? No, I didn't. Yeah. I only saw it at lap 21 where it was really bad, uh, so I can't imagine what it's like. <laughs> there was a big hole in it. Oh, really? Um, yeah, it was terrible. Was he the only one to non-stop? He was. Wow, there was a fact that. about it as well, about Mika Salo or someone was the last one in 1990-something. Oh, interesting. Well, that's a relative term. <laughs> <laughs> it was half a fact, yeah, yeah, yeah. that. It was half a fact. I mean, I don't have it, the fact either. It was either, half but... a fact. <laughs> <laughs> if you take the championship out of it, they've got to go at the end. They've either got to pit with Max and just shadow him, or they've got to go at the end. But you're right. If you take the championship into consideration, it's the Ash Sutton mentality, the Colin Tuckerton mentality of old. Bag fifth instead of risking third. Mm-hmm. Yep. If you remove the championship, they should absolutely go for third. But so yeah. six, he's got six points behind Max now. It's not the end of the world, is it? In fact, that's more than the gap between first and second place in points. So it's far from a disaster, I think. No, but every point will be precious, as we know. Of course. Relatively soon. Yeah, it's getting to that stage, isn't it? I would like to say as mm. well, apparently, that Giovinazzi... Um, Great driver P11 there. Best driver of the race, clearly. <laughs> driver of the day. Um, of the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently he saved up his energy, but the team didn't tell him it was the last uh, lap. Yes. <laughs> and that's another small thing along with the water bottle. I think, do you know what? 
upon yeah. reflection about Raikkonen's run, it's not about the water thing, is it? It's about all yeah, these little true. procedural errors throughout the season, which are very small and dis- seem disorganised. Did he have something down his back in the Monaco Grand Prix? Uh, that was also the drinks. Oh, there you, you know, go. The right. drinks thing came loose and went down the back of his overalls. And there's been all Actually, sorts of things of missed opportunities of points and stuff. Yeah. Well, the drinks bought, I think that was the third time. And Raikkonen, yeah. I think, said in practice, it was actually pouring into his helmet, so he disconnected mm. it, and it poured into his boots. Yeah. So, to be fair, it must be this, a pretty simple part of the drinks bottle, but yeah. I just he think needs it's, to calm it down. He does, he does. But I just think another operational procedure there, error yeah. um, for Alfa Romeo, cost him a point, potentially, by the sound of things. Mm. When, when Kimmy joined the team, Sauber, at that point, were flying high. That that great car the second half mm. of that season, mm. and then he joined in the last year they were what third, fourth, worst team. So is it his fault? <laughs> this year the they're the second worst team. So mm. yeah, can't imagine it's been very fun. And I've just seen the Ocon tire and oh my word! Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly. like, how did that's, you finish that race? <laughs> that's through a layer of rubber, isn't it? Yeah, that's the canvas. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Lewis's tyres were showing canvas as well when they came off, but not like that. There were right. tiny little holes, but the canvas was starting to come through. Wow. Well, that's the context we needed to make the decision about pitting. Mm. But in mm. the race, I was like, nah, what are you doing? Yeah. Come on, Bono, sort yeah. it out. Yeah. <laughs> so, championship update, as you say, six points ahead for Stappen. Bottas is pretty much cemented third now. At this How many point. points behind the lead is he? Just out of interest. He is maths. Quick maths. Eighty-five point five. Oh right, he's out of it then. <laughs> How are you thinking a late season charge? I was thinking if he wins every race. <laughs> yeah, he's got third pretty yeah. much. He's ahead of Perez. He's ahead of Norris now. Yep. The interesting one is between Sainz and Leclerc. There's a half point between them. Yeah. Oh, the old half points. When you think about it, Sainz going in and effectively matching Leclerc on his first season is incredible. Yep, it is. He's a good driver, really good driver, one of the best. Mm. And everyone else who switched teams has struggled to get used to their cars, and he's just gone straight in. That's a good point, yeah. He does think Leclerc will be ahead of him in the championship, though. Mm. There was um, a moment on one of the F1 shows where they had to pick... You know, one of those silly things where they have to pick, like, who's the best looking, blah, blah, blah. And they said, who will finish higher <laughs> in the championship? <laughs> and they both said Leclerc. Ah. <laughs> well, yeah, I do think Leclerc is quick, quicker, but he's a bit erratic. Oh, oh we, we didn't, you mm-hmm. know, he ran wide a couple of times, uh, turn 12. Uh, one was a lockup, which would have severely um, yeah, impacted his tyre wear, actually, when before the infamous, uh, now infamous radio message. <laughs> But by the way, on that, I think I think what Leclerc's asking really is a guarded way of saying, "Shall we pit or not?" Yeah, yeah, and that. you know, because you don't want to necessarily give that information away on the radio. It's a very clever question that was just yeah. not picked upon. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, also one one thing in the, the commentary I watched, uh, Gasly on the radio at turn one said, "Oh, there's a sandwich." Yes, and I, I think it, I think it was David Coulthard who said, "Oh, he's uh, getting up to speed with the English terminology there. He didn't use the term baguetted." <laughs> what? <laughs> Very random. Oh dear, dear, dear. Did uh, did Mark Webber say anything daft this week? Since it sounds like you watch Channel Four, probably. 
<laughs> he, oh, what did he say at the start? Oh, he actually predicted something right before the race. I can't remember what. And he was relatively uh, well behaved, I thought. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I have to say, I, I very much enjoyed Jensen Button on. Yes, I He's did. the best bit about Sky, I think. Sky. Yep. He's, he always sounds happy when he speaks. And uh, yeah, he's, he's actually quite a good pin for Crofty for all his flaws. There you maybe go. A, maybe a Brundle mm. button. That'd work nice. David Addison. <laughs> yeah, he does everything free, else. Yeah, why not? I think a, a free man booth with a, a button. Uh, I, I notice Brundle seems to be winding down, though. Yeah, he's not he's, doing as many. He used to miss one or two a year, and now he's missing like a third of the season, it seems to be. Mm. Right. I think with just, what, 23 races, mm. they're even rotating Ted Kravitz and that now, so... Yeah. Simon Ways and me, I think, is taking a bunch off. Yeah, they seem to rotate between um, him and Natty Pinkham and... Karen Chanduk? No, Rachel. No, Rachel Brooks. Rachel Brooks, thank you. Yeah, they seem to rotate, and they're all quite good in their own ways as well. Hmm. Yeah, I very much enjoyed JB. Yes. <laughs> Bring him back more. So, teams quickly fit the six-point lead for Mercedes. McLaren and Ferrari's down to seven and a half points. Then Alpine and AlphaTauri have twelve points between them. And then yes, yeah, pretty much as is, but I don't think that's changing anything. But oh, the Alpha Meta, Alpha Meta fight back coming soon. <laughs> Did they get a point this week? I don't think. No, nope. I think nope. they just missed it. No, no, it? but just watch out. <laughs> <laughs> you remind you of an Nazi's friend. He's going to get on the podium. Right? He's a fourth bottom in the championship now. Yeah, mm. one point. Viking into mm. six. I can't see him keeping it now. I'm on it. Well, uh, I feel you, you've adopted him as your like, mascot. Yeah. You've adopted <laughs> Sam Smelt from the team. I have, I have. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a Top Gear dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. It only appears twice, and one of them is sick. <laughs> And on that note, yeah. uh, British Touring Cars? Yeah. Yes. Donington Park, the penultimate race meeting of the season. With Correct. Three of the last six <laughs> rounds. Round 25, 6 and 7, I believe. Ooh. Qualifying. Ah. was something that you predicted about six race screens ago that um, Gordon Shedden would finally get it right. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, he got pole position. In the top 10 showdown. Ah. Which is... I'm still not a fan of. No? I'll tell you I'll tell you for why, as soon as we're <laughs> on a podcast. So, you have your uh, normal qualifying session. It's 30 minutes, bug standard. Brilliant. Okay, if you watch qualifying, you'll all, everybody will know that the real drive cars of the BMW and the Infinity, they go out there from the start, and they're on it. And they just go lap after lap after lap, and it takes like one or two laps, and they're in the zone, and boom, they can just lap for 30 minutes. They might change tyres in the middle of the session, job done. The front-wheel drive cars, they go out, they do one or two installation laps, weaving, braking, getting heat into the tyres. They come into the pits, they switch the front tyres onto the rear, then they do the whole thing again, and then eventually, like, five laps in and a pit stop. They've got enough temperature <laughs> in, all four tyres, to go for it. Yeah. If then you say you've only got 10 minutes, then you've only got time for one flying lap for a front-wheel drive car. But if you're a real drive car, you've probably got time for four or five flying laps. So I just want to yeah. put that theory out there that I think it should still be some sort of 
one lap shootout where you've got time to get enough heat into the tyres and stuff. How you would work that, I'm not sure. But mm. I've come up with half an answer there. But you, when you watch it, you're like, mm. oh, well, the, the real drive cars are just doing the fastest laps all the time. And then all the front-wheel drive cars have basically got one, maybe two laps right at the end, and they've got to do it in that. Um, it doesn't quite work out like that because I suppose you could go earlier on. But in the in the top 10 shootout, Cook, for example, had a lap time deleted for track limits. And they ended up 10th, possibly because they didn't have enough time to do like enough repeat laps. It's quite, but Sutton had a lap time deleted, and he did have time to do more laps. Yeah. Okay, he didn't qualify at the sharp end, he still qualified 9th. But I still felt there was more time for him to try and make amends, although of course he's on ballast, so he did well to get in the top 10. Anyway, deep breath, rant over. <laughs> And uh, top five qualifying, I think we're all front wheel drive cars. Yep, so that completely uh, negates my <laughs> idea. <laughs> completely. To, to be fair, I think you're right for every other weekend apart from this one. Yeah. Where it seems you have to, to say swapped. that the top five cars are quite light. Yes. Which excuse yeah, exactly. So, Shedden and Paul with Lloyd and Plato, second and third. You pointed out they were starting to go quite well in qualifying recently. Yeah. Plato said they'd found an issue, didn't they? Oh, yes. Just um, quickly on Plato. He was purple in Sector 1 right at the end of the session and did come up a little bit on some... Not traffic blocking him, but clearly, you know, within yeah. a second or two. And he didn't go fastest in Sector 2 or 3. He, he, he could have been on pole position there, which would have been a real upset. Well, yeah, apparently the issue... Remember we said before about they have issues mm. with the power? Yep. Uh, they found an issue which apparently they fixed where he said if they modulate the throttle even slightly... It was making them lose thirty percent of the boost, right? Whereas that wasn't happening to the other teams, so mm. that explains where some of that power was going. It wasn't the power itself; it's just the boost was dropping off when it shouldn't be. Yeah. Now he also then still said that we've still got the intercooler issues oh, yeah. uh, because obviously they've not redesigned the car, and as we'll come across later on in the day, that might explain a few things. But uh, yes. Uh, anyway, <laughs> qualifying was relatively straightforward. Later on the day, you mean about 20 seconds time when Jason <laughs> Player goes from third to nowhere. Yes. Yeah. Uh, dear. The one thing... Did sleep well, though. Yes, mm. exactly. Yeah. In quality. Best qualifying result, I think, I think so far. For yeah. I think Ash Sutton and that Infinity is not properly ballasted. <laughs> I'll just say that now. Ah, he's, but if it was... Oh, too good. Where's Carl Baldley, too... eh? 28. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. He's too good. Like there should be more ballast than him because he always yeah, qualifies just well. Despite, you can't yeah. have a ballast in there just because it's Ashley Sutton. <laughs> it's like I World Superbikes at the minute have put rev, a rev limiter on um, mm. the Kawasaki's so that Jonathan Ray doesn't win again, and it's a big controversy. It doesn't look good for the championship. Mm. I've seen someone suggest our day separate ballast for front wheel and rear wheel drive. I was like, yeah. Just gets messy. I don't see it as a real drive advantage, though. I see it as a Ash yeah. Sutton's just amazing. Hmm. Yeah, because he was always just as quick in the um, MG as well when that wasn't even that good. And the Clear Cup Championship winner. Yes. Don't forget that, oh, Colin. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my memory goes back that far. Um, oh, some dear. disappointing qualifying results from Tom Oliphant. Yeah, he's disappeared lately. And Stephen Jelly, one position in front of him. Mm. Um, and I would say Moffat, actually. Moffat survived, uh, made a good weekend out of it, but 21st mm. position. 
in clearly what is the best car in the grid by miles. <clears throat> in, air, in air quotes. Mm. It's interesting, actually, in terms of teammates as well, actually, for the championships, mm. uh, main contenders. They haven't really, none of them have really had that much support from their teams. Or, sorry, from their teammates, I should say, not from yeah. their teams. Yeah. No. Um, if anything, Moffat has been the highest of that lately. Correct. That's exactly what I was going to say. I think it helped him out a little bit in race three, was it? Or not helped him mm. out, but was at least in a position to be back, back up. Yeah. The, the BMWs have been nowhere. No, recently. Ingram <sighs> has a four-car team, but does he? Of course. <laughs> you never know it. Of course. Because yeah. his car has a separate livery to all the others, it looks like he's still a one-car team. If Josh Cook wasn't excluded from race two at Silverstone, and therefore, at the back of the minus points and back of the grid with heavyweight for race three, mm-hmm. you could argue that it would still be in contention potentially, and that Proctor would have been able to be in a position to help. But that's not what's happened. Yes. So yeah. you're right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I. I mean. Ooh. I just. Something's gone weird with Elephant's head this year. Yeah. I wonder if he's out. I wonder if he's gone. Possibly. Yeah. Anyway. Qualifying. Just quick. Quickly as well. Four corners had track limit pressure pads under the track surface so when there was a track limit thing it was automatic and mm-hmm. factual mm-hmm. and tim harvey was over the moon because after croft etc etc yes uh but it did mean that for 25 minutes of the first 30 minutes of qualifying everybody's track <laughs> time got deleted and it was an absolute nightmare <laughs> to keep track of anything yes everyone tries to get because everybody as was over it yeah mm. which yeah, weirdly sure. did it even come up in the race does anyone have any warning at all I don't think it did. So I, I don't know. There may it... have been one mention. I seem to remember someone said about a black and white flag, but it was someone down the, the back of the pack. It was almost like they just didn't bother in the races. But uh, mm. pure speculation on that. Maybe everyone was well behaved. Certainly, I noticed very specifically Turkington driving slightly different lines over the curbs to most people to try and avoid that. Mm. Yeah, Onwards. and they got one line. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so race one, and Gordon Jaden keeps the lead off the start. Uh, Butcher takes third at the old hairpin from Jason Plato and then Plato disappears into the Eva yeah, <laughs> as everyone overtakes him. Yeah. But it's strange, he has more of an issue than Lloyd. Mm. I think his issue at the minute is just maybe if he doesn't feel confident yes! with the car. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Scotland just scored. <laughs> What's the score? Spoilers. One nil. Sorry. <laughs> Keep that in. Yeah. Apologies. <laughs> Conti- please continue. That was a raw emotion, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. But apologies. Plato drops uh, back. Con- yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jason. As if he's uh, listening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're talking about him smashing someone's rear end in the car park last week, and now I'm I celebrating him disappearing in the. <laughs> I, can't, I forgot we didn't. I can't believe we didn't pun the fact that he's sponsored by a car insurance company. But anyway. <laughs> uh, I think he actually turned these tweets into our yeah, sponsorship yeah, yeah. Clever. promotion. Very clever. So, well done, Jason. I, Please continue talking. It just seems to be lacking a bit of sharpness with racecraft at the minute. And it, mm. it worked like that. Mm. So, maybe it's just not being comfortable with the car setup in terms of maybe they've got some qualifying speed, but not a sharpness where he feels like he can place it wherever he wants. I don't know. Mm. But to me, I was like. Butch has gone around the outside of him there. When was the last time someone went around the outside of Jason Plato without a nudge or a bump at, at yeah. turn one, lap one? Like he didn't try to run him, run him wide once. That's easy for me to say. <laughs> and that is what led to Proctor getting past as well. Yes. Hmm. And then he's sort of playing a rear guard defensive thing. He clearly had enough speed to be on the podium. 
there was a little spark missing there, I felt. Maybe it's a mental thing as well with yeah. arguments over car pace and stuff, I don't know. Sutton dropped back to ten. Uh, Robot and Smiley had a good little fight in front of Cook and Sutton. And then lap three, there's contact between Jake Hill and Adam Morgan, which Ooh, puts yeah. Adam Morgan into the wall going up the hill. Hill, hill, hill. Hill goes over the gravel and he can continue, I think. Yeah, to go to the pits. Safety car. Yeah. Yeah. There was, I think he had a puncture, mm. I think it said, mm-hmm. um, after going over the gravel. Uh, it was a, a weird incident. It was kind of free wide coming up the hill, and Morgan just seemed to go across the front of Jake. I'm saying too many hills, and it's confusing me, so yeah. I'm going to say Jake from now on. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he just kind of comes across the front of Jake, which it just looked a little bit clumsy. Well, it was Morgan and Ollie Jackson, first of all, through Craner Curves. Mm. Um and Morgan sort of tried to push Jackson towards the right-hand side of the track coming into the old hairpin, uh, which made them both slow through the corner. And then Hill gets up the inside of both of them, and then Morgan does a Tom Chilton from the mm. last meeting and mm. sort of swerves to get out from behind Jackson straight across the front of Hill, is how I read it. Mm. There was no points for that, so our licenses or slap wrists or anything so mm. I think the stewards agreed with that as well uh, I don't know what the setup is now this is an interesting thing I wonder if anyone knows where I swear the Hondas used to have uh, extra mirrors on the inside of the car because it was like a loophole I wonder if you're allowed to do that anymore ah. and if the BMW has it or not uh, I'm, sh- I'm sure I've seen an on board to the weekend where a car that had at least two rear interesting. But I don't mm. know if they have any more than that I can't remember who it was on board with, but they definitely had two. <laughs> I specifically remember Jeff Smith. Aiden you, Moffat. You, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I specifically remember Jeff Smith doing some historic racing and then getting thrown out because he used an extra mirror like he did in his Honda touring car. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. What, you know, what's, what's a mirror set? Uh, and also that move just was a carbon copy of uh, David Leslie 2003 where he spared <laughs> across in his proton in, with, in front of his teammate. thought he'd let that one, Colin. Just put that in there for, just for you. Oh. Uh... Was that a Proton Savvy? Because that's the only <laughs> thing that pops out of my head when I hear Proton Well, cars. it was the Impian, which I always thought was a um, very unfortunate <laughs> name for a car because it just reminds me of Impotent. Uh, and you just don't want that. As a... But it used no. to be very popular with taxi drivers who convert them to LPG. And anyway, David, there was a works team and David Leslie ended up backwards in that same wall. <laughs> Dear God, i to get out more. Yeah, oh, your memory the, uh, for this championship's incredible. I can't who remember anything like that. I need to remember. <laughs> who was the last driver to drive a Proton in the British Touring Cars? Well, there was Sean Watson Smith and Farik Harriman. Is that correct? Nope. A Proton? <gasps> oh my god. Only because I was doing a quiz recently and I couldn't remember his name. Oh, well, that, that I thought that was it. 2004, last one. Dan Welch. Oh, yeah, of course, Derp. Oh yeah. my god, yeah, and the NGTC rules and everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That's so obvious. Sorry, I just had to You've see got me. get one over on Tom there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did. Well, well done. I was... <laughs> man. Well, I would love to have seen that car do well. Yeah, just the car wasn't very good and neither was Dan. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching old Rallycross videos recently and his dad was amazing in old Rallycross. Mm. There you go. I sh- should be clear, Dan wasn't a bad driver, but he was never a, a race-winning driver, I don't think. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. But yeah, sidetracked again. Um. <laughs> Dan Robottom and Josh Cook have a bit of a tangle at the top of the hill going McLean's. 
Cook tries to get up the inside. Robot shuts the door as contact. Robot ends up a bit sideways and runs into the gravel. Cook goes through, but the big gain out of this is Ash Sutton, who nicks past them both. Robottom then seems to have damage and he starts dropping back through the field. And our resident steward has picked out that Josh Cook got a reprimand and I think two payment points for that. Yeah. You don't need push to pass on the hybrid system next year because the drivers do their own push to pass anyway. Yeah, I do know what you mean. It seems to be mm, coming yeah. up a lot. Nope. <laughs> no, yeah, you're, yeah. Very true. Yeah. At, at first, yeah. when I watched that, I was like, oh, uh, wow, that's a staunch defense by Robottom, right? Because yeah. Cook has mm-hmm. an overlap at that point, just a small one, and he's going far to the right. Yeah. But ultimately, it's after that where I think Cook just mm-hmm. biffed the back of him and gone through, but I wouldn't disagree with the penalty. But I would say it was a very strong defense as well. Uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Aaron Taylor Smith then nudges past Jade Edwards mm. through, I think, turn one. Brutal, that. Then, yeah, mm. it's quite aggressive. And then Jelly and Osborne try to go side by side through the last chicane, and Jelly ends up going through the gravel and drops behind a couple of cars, including Aaron Moffat, who's having a quite a good recovery drive, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yep. Plato is then caught by Sutton, who then has about seven laps trying to find a, a safe gap to attack Jason, <laughs> which often isn't there when uh, those two come together, and ends up just staying behind them till the end of the race. Yeah, one thing, that the, the TV kept hyping that up a bit. I uh, don't know if yeah. you saw the interview we played. They, they mentioned it in the commentary, oh, yep. former, former teammates. And then post race, yeah. the uh, Louise interviewed Jason like, "Ooh, uh... oh no, it was it was pre race two. They showed this interview. Oh, you know, you had the race yeah. with Sutton there. You know, you were teammates before. Of course, both statements completely forgetting uh, Stetson twenty nineteen, which got us all angry. Where Jason was like <laughs> biffing Sutton just clean straight off the track yep. several times, and it's like forget the fact that they were the teammates in the Subaru. What about when he was in the Vauxhall and just was like." Mm-hmm. Nope, you're not having a race today. Mm. But yeah, so so that's probably why Sutton was a bit wary more than more than the Subaru days. I like the way he answered the question as well when they said to him, "What's the dynamic between the two of you like?" And he answered it by saying, "Well, um, if I kept it tight out of coppice, he just had nothing to beat me with." <laughs> that, that wasn't the question. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he just still managed to make it more about him. But it was actually good to see him get some screen time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Had any this year. We missed it. I missed it. Oh, one thing to point out as well is that um, Sutton got fastest lap with maximum ballast for the second race meeting in a row. Get that extra ballast in there. Get some lead. <laughs> <laughs> Give him an eye patch. You can only race on one eye. <laughs> We've got to hold him back somehow. This yeah. championship's ridiculous. Well, it might be in Somewhere. another car next year. How about that? What do you think? Ooh. Oh, what's, 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 is this rumours or is this confirmed? Yeah, no, I've literally just read Reddit. It's never good, so don't take this <laughs> as a fact at all. Oh, is that in the new Kia? Oh, yeah, the Kia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every year there's always a rumour. So Kia rejoining this year. Yeah. Uh, I believe there's some murmurings about BMR separating from hard, but, you know, do not take that as anything. And we should not bring rumours into this podcast, so I will track that statement immediately. Apologies, race two. <laughs> Apart from race when we do two. a silly season special. That's fine. Oh, and <laughs> yeah. of course, Sam Smelt was 21st. We can't forget that. How could I forget? 
But yeah. Oh, oh I can't believe I forgot that. <laughs> I feel ashamed. <laughs> Forget the shambles of an intro. That's the worst part of this podcast. <laughs> um, race two. Uh, but Butcher gets a great start, takes second place into turn one, and then takes the lead from Sharon immediately down the hill. Sutton and Ingram get close, and Ingram pounces and easily passes Sutton, and is absolutely flying at this point. Mm-hmm. On mm-hmm. I don't know if he's on zero ballast, but he's on very low ballast at this point. Yep. He's not on the soft tyre, that's for sure. No. There's a bit of contact between Josh Cook and Chris Smiley on the back straight. Smiley ends up half on the grass. Bad that one. Bad that one. If you watch it back, what the heck is Smiley playing it? Yeah. Smiley was a bit of a weapon all weekend, I thought. Yeah, because uh, yes. in race one, he dive bombed at Old Hall, and then, but it was so desperate, he lost like three positions from it. Yeah. Hmm. And then there was this, which was a bit like, oh, he just cooks completely, not completely on the side. He's got a clear overlap. Yeah. Smiley just keeps turning right. It's like, what the heck? <laughs> There's been a few instances with Smiley recently where it just cuts to him. And he, I think even the last race or the race before, mm. uh, the commentators were kind of hinting towards be careful when you go to <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, and keep using words so, like robust and <laughs> things like that. <laughs> so, yeah. That was, I thought it was, yeah, strange. Plato got Camden biffed off Chris. at turn one as well, didn't he, in this one? Uh, yes, by Smiley. Oh. <laughs> I feel like he was already kind of in that position though because I think Plato gave Sutton a wide berth which is a bit weird but then Smiley just comes in and goes bang yeah it's like oh, wow and that was the last we yeah. saw of Jason because he he was 18th I think he was in 17th fell to 18th and that was it and then I don't know where he finished in race 3 probably about the same he just couldn't make any progress I think so yeah yeah weird anyway I digress on with the race sorry Ingram takes Tucker in for fifth, and then Shen we takes the lead at the whole hairpin. That was a lovely move. Was wasn't it? Yeah, mm. that was old Shedden. It was, and on his but- brother-in-law. Yeah, mm. Butcher even said as well that um, he didn't see it coming at all, and it was a, a nice move that he couldn't do anything about. And that was also with maximum ballast. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, but we're not giving Chad an eye patches after the season he's had. <laughs> no. I just thought it was a very nice move to pull off. Yeah, it was. He, yeah. he had a... It didn't even look like a huge run on him. And then, mm. wow, it was late. and But controlled. But controlled. Yeah. And that was the key thing to that. Ingram then took Proctor at the chicane. <laughs> I missed a knee there. And Chican. then gets Lloyd, I think, on the next lap on the back straight. Uh, Commentary is hyping him up at this point. He's got 12 laps to get to the yeah. lead. I mean, they were right, yeah. to be fair. <laughs> yeah, they were. Uh, tucked in then took Lloyd at the chicane and tried to catch uh, Rory Butcher. Superb move. Cook. I really liked that move. That was a classy taking to move. He set up the defence and got the lovely cutback. Taking up Chris Miley. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Chris. Yeah, sorry, no, Chris. Not Chris. No, no, no. I'm going to stop apologising for criticising people. Yeah, if you've been a if you've been a tube, I'm going to call you a tube for that one. <laughs> so, uh, Cook then pushed his way past Ollie Jackson. Jake Hill's recovering up to twelve, so he's up five places mm-hmm. at this point. Lap ten, and then Tom Ingram takes the lead on the back straight. The camera just cuts to him as he's alongside on the straight. Clean move. And Amazing move. As yeah. As far as we know, it's a completely clean move. Um, 
yeah, might as well cover it now. Ingram wins the race, and then Wizzy's the win about an hour and a half later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For a push to pass, because apparently he's touched the back of Shedden into... Copies. Yeah. That one. And he's, that's how it was, given, push Shedden line and given them the overlap. Hmm. What Ingram has said is that Shedden braked early, parked oh. his car on the apex, and made sure that there was contact. Interesting. And this is why so we need he... to see footage. Yeah. Please, someone. There is. Anyway. There, so there's footage. They did show it there's... in between races. Ah, this is why I need to go watch in between races. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the, uh, when did they show? There is build up to uh, race three. I think it was. Yeah. Right. Right. Apologies. So there is contact. It doesn't look like it's enough to be classified as a push to pass for me. Mm, right. There's a there's a little rub, and if Sharon has initiated it by pulling a Tom move and over and parking <laughs> on the apex, <laughs> <laughs> then I've got all um, the moves. What I park on the apex, yeah, exactly. I do the late dives. Come on, what is it? You're the you're the best driver among us. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, if he is kind of trying to initiate it. Yeah, it's, it's quite clever on his part to do that because um, it's got him the race winning back. But I just, I just didn't think there was enough to classify that as a push. I've spent my evening now watching mm. unskippable ads on ITV Hub to get to the point. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. was, I think, pretty much right at the build-up of the race three. Um, right, but, I'll queue it up after this podcast. Apologies. Yeah, it was dubious for a penalty. Um, there's also the fact that Shedden was carrying maximum ballast so he is mm. going to have to break earlier than ingram but yeah it, it's such a marginal tap it's not a heavy breaking zone if they didn't give a penalty would anyone have noticed well no i, I was very surprised no. when it well, came up yeah but also because even even shedden says he felt bad about getting a win which uh. i don't really believe it might be pr speak but it says he felt bad about getting it in that circumstance in the post-race interview though he did mention it got biffed out the way what did he say? I got a bump. Yes, he did. He did. Uh, during the race, it only showed like the after effect. Apart from once, they very briefly showed an angle where there was, it looked like there was a slight rub in his through. Now, if that's mm. actually what the contact is, that is very, very weird penalty. Yeah, especially considering some of the, shall we say, historic moves that have been going mm. in the touring cars. Mm. Um Matt Neal would be one. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying it's the hypocrisy of the now team manager for complaining about such a move? Not necessarily. It's just, I mean, he's the one that comes to mind when I think of Brands Hatch. <laughs> and I can never remember the name of the last corner at Brands Hatch Indy, but Matt Neal was famous for just a little tap on the way in. I think it's been renamed the way Neil Curve, hasn't it? <laughs> it should be. Yeah. Clear ways. There was even a few instances watching this over the weekend watching it back where I thought that's more of a push to pass yeah. than anything that Ingram did there and it got away ah right <laughs> yeah Um. so yeah very strange right so Sharon gets the win Turkington and his fight with Butcher does the fastest lap and he's closing right in oh yeah and what the heck then I think it was like lap maybe 12 or 13 maybe mm-hmm. it was getting close to the end yeah he gets close to Butcher, tries to take a lot of the inside curb at the old hairpin to give him an overlap going up the hill. Mm. 
takes far too much curb and spins in a very unturkington-like manner. He was very close to Butcher. Um, Butcher took more of the curb than I think he normally would. And Turkington, behind, I think, tried to take more of it and it just put him off. But it was Turkington's mistake. I'd agree with that. He was right in there, wasn't he? And pushing really mm. hard. That was that was the moment, though. Championship to fight. Well, it got him the mm. it got him the race three exactly, win. Yeah. So he got lucky with that. It did well. Conspiracy time, as as the TV <laughs> podcast was saying. Jordan Kidd, who was uh, a guest of BMW that weekend, pulled out the eleven. Yeah, which. Obviously, yeah. I don't buy into it. No one buys into it, really. But it was no, quite I mean, funny. she wasn't even looking at the thing. But I do think, why do they allow people who have some kind of potential bias to actually do the draw? Like Alan Gow. Yeah. <laughs> Alan Gow or the race winner. You know? <laughs> yeah. I'll do it. Can we do it? Can we sponsor the reverse grid yeah. draw? <laughs> the final card of podcast does the reverse grid draw. Thanks. Yeah. We'll get one of the old um, Camelot machines from the original lottery. <laughs> it's Guinevere. <laughs> Have you ever seen the uh, video of Rod Stewart in the Scottish Cup? Yes. Draw? Is he drunk? Uh, that. He is hammered. Yes. yes. We should just wheel him along to every British Touring Car event, get him smashed up, and get him to do it every week. I'll have to watch that now. Yeah. Again. That would do. He, oh, he is absolutely buttered. <laughs> what word was that? Uh, buttered. Bluttered. Blizzard. Blizzard. B l b l o o t e r e d. It sounded almost like Bluetooth as well. <laughs> he's smashed. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's tanked up. He's trolleyed. Had too many sherbets. <laughs> trolleyed. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember any. But other. yeah, that would be great. <laughs> yeah. And in the excitement of Turkington spinning as well, I noticed that Sutton was then up to fourth. Right. Mm. Uh, he managed to pass Dan Lloyd, and you could see when Turkington span, uh, Lloyd had to back off slightly, which is where Sutton got the run on him. And he passed him on the exit of McLean's. He got the undercut. So many times this race meeting and the last race meeting, other people have tripped over themselves, and Sutton has been the benefactor. Yeah. And there's an element of luck. There's also an element of good judgment. Yeah, just Especially good with, Yeah, exactly. Like when, um, was it race one? Cook and throw bottom and everybody's clashing into each other. Certain yeah. game positions in that. And here's another one here. I also noticed in this race, he didn't come alive till halfway through, right? When the field was a bit more spread out because there's a bit more room to overtake. I thought that was quite clever as well. Yeah. I mean, he dropped back to what was it, 10th yeah. at one point? Something um, like that, yeah. Made his way back up to fourth. Chipped his way up, yep. Mm. That's not even an expression. Chipped his way back up. It's better than <laughs> blathered or whatever you said. <laughs> I'm bored <laughs> Uh, oh dear. Uh, Adam Morgan didn't make it for the race, I don't no, think. No, he didn't. No. However, the race one classification saw 29 cars, and race two also says 29 on it. Oh. Even though Adam Morgan wasn't there. Weird. Unless he came out during the race at some point, just mm. for a, a one lap. I know Hamilton got in the race. He didn't make the grid, but he did yep. make the pit lane start. In race mm. three, Morgan was in the formation lap, wasn't he? But then pulled in, I think. Yes. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, nothing else was mentioned on that, so I don't know what actually happened. It was a big shunt. Yeah, so. it was. Mm. Yeah. So, race three, Colin Turkington on pole, gets a great start, and, well, wins the race, basically. 
he's no one. No one's near him. Textbook. Mm. You are forgetting one more thing, though. Oh dear! Oh, I forgot him again. No, <laughs> no, Colin. I'm having a nightmare. He was twenty second in race two. Oh, not bad. And also, um, Dan Robottom claimed the Jack Sears trophy. Oh yeah, two. I had that down as well. Yeah, he did the Jack Sears um, trophy, which is for Colin. The non podium setting Ricky driver. Correct. Yeah, we'll, yeah I'll give you that. Yep. Which he wasn't that bothered about winning, apparently, when he was interviewed <laughs> on it. No. He's like, well but, done on receiving the Jack Sears. And he's like, yeah, it's nice, but, you know, don't really care. Yeah, but you can guarantee it's at the front, the first bullet point in every sponsor pitch deck for next season. True. <laughs> Reigning Jack Sears trophy champion. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you're going to win it again this year? Um, oh, well, the thing is... No. Well, it depends if they change the rules for it, which I think they've done about 20 times. Oh, yeah. yeah, true. It'll be the person who uses the least hybrid energy next year. <laughs> uh, oh, did you see um, Tom Chilton being interviewed on the formation lap as well? Oh, no, I didn't. Uh, no, no. Um, you know when they sometimes talk to the drivers as they go around? Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, he was very honest about it when he said that he's really struggled to get on top of the rear-wheel drive car. He said he's loving driving it, but he just can't drive it quickly. Right. And he also said that he doesn't like doing the warm-up lap because he genuinely gets car sick and all the weaving around makes him feel ill. Oh. <laughs> he has to weave more than a front-wheel drive, maybe. Well, no, just in general. Oh, right. Throughout his career, he's always got car sick while doing weaving on the formation laps. That's never a good start to the race, is it? No. <laughs> oh, that is dear. some uh, great insight there. Yeah. I feel his pain. Yes. I'm I'm not a good passenger either. Well, you're not, not supposed to be a passenger as a race driver, so... <laughs> Very true. <laughs> but that's not when I get car six when I'm passenger. Yeah. Or I'm drunk on the back of a bus. <laughs> Maybe that's Tom Chilton's fault. He's too drunk. <laughs> He's both up for the race. <laughs> oh, dear. Poor Tom. He's, he's not a great year at all, has no. he? We've pointed out a few no. times. I just hope he, I think he could do well and Morgan. But I just think they need to stick at it for another year of another winter of testing. Hmm. Um, but I, I, Oliphant and Jelly haven't been good either, really. So it's clear yeah. that the Turkington is a good driver there. But anyway, like Sutton, let's put weight in it. It's rear wheel drive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So back to race three. Oh, yeah. Stabbed rats. Sutton. Yeah, Sutton gets pushed out wide onto gravel by Ingram for the exit uh-huh. turn one and drops back up a little bit. Sam Smell and Butel Maget, according to my notes, uh, Jack Butel, mm. get in the drama. Don't know what happens, but there's Sam Smelt sideways at one point and then there's a safety car. Smelt and Bordley came together first. And yes, correct. I think then Smelt went into Butel. I'm not sure. Mm. Baldy smashes into Smelt, who's then sideways across the track. That's it, yes. Oh, as the commentary said, oh, did Smelt lose it on his own? <laughs> <laughs> Thought I was a bit harsh, to be honest. But I, yeah. I'm not calling these things. I had the benefit of being able to rewind it twice. So Yeah. Uh, yeah, bit of a messy one. A lot of car damage. Safety cars out. Yeah. Restart, Sutton's fighting back against Ingram, and it all gets really tight at the back, as Goff and Plato have a bit of a fight. At this, at this point, I've realised that Jason Plato has dropped back to from third to absolutely nowhere. Yeah, yeah well, I thought there was a there was a moment where everybody was in 15th. 
yeah, going yeah. down the credit curves. I thought this is a massive crash, but it yeah, was although Chilton had a bit of a moment at one point, but it was hard to see if he got pushed. Mm. Um, but it was exciting. It definitely was. Mm. To this point, we find out about false start penalties for yeah. Dan Wallbottom, who is sitting second, I think, at this point. Dan Lloyd, who's sitting in the top ten, and mm-hmm. then Nick Hamilton, who's in that pack at the back, fighting. So five seconds for each of them. They showed a replay of the start, mm-hmm. and it didn't look like Robottom jumped to start. He got a really poor getaway. It's like he bogged down, so whether he was out of position or not, I don't know if that's been clarified. I think they said on commentary that they think it must have been for out of position, but I wish they would say that the penalty was for out of position start rather than full start. Mm. Also, Cause, what the heck were the, was the leaderboard table yeah, yeah. doing? <laughs> oh, yeah. Jesus it was a, Christ. It was applying the penalty mid-race and then getting to the next time in line and unapplying it. People kept yeah, disappearing. Yeah. I was watching yeah. a was it Ingram Sutton battle and they were neither of them on the leaderboard. I was like, I've no idea what mm. positions it's for. But then when they went through sector two, it updated again. It was bizarre. Josh, Josh Cook went missing at one point. I thought, oh, he's had a moment. Oh no, wait a minute, it's just the uh, yeah. position and timer tower. Robottom's one. His penalty was showing up on the leaderboard, but Dan Lloyd's wasn't. Uh. So it kept showing Dan Lloyd as being ahead of Robottom when he wasn't. Right, right. It was very weird. Yeah, very annoying. Um, I don't know. Well, they obviously, hopefully, ITV and TSL Timing can work together on the uh, issues there, which we had mm. earlier on in the season. Then looked to be rectified, but today they reared the uh, yeah the head again. But at the same time, also maybe do we need to look at how the cars line up on the grid? Can't we just go back to where they were allowed to put their wheels up to the line? Now it has to be yes. the. By the way, actually, this reminded me. Race one. Do, do, do the cars not have to be in position at the back of the grid? Does it not matter? Yeah, I saw that. It's just like, we're, we're sort of near the, our grid position. <laughs> Nick Hamilton and Baldy parked at Branshatch. Yeah. <laughs> Baldy in particular was that two car lengths behind his grid stop. What the heck was that about? And the guy's just waving the green flag. Perfect. Yeah. Nothing to see it. That'll do. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, the, the rules just daft, I know. Mm. It's a bit weird. Yeah. Change your back. Lap 11, and Jake Hill gets past Robottom for second at the top of the hill going into McLean. Tried a few times, didn't he? Yeah. Mm. Robottom then tries to cut across to block Cook into the next corner. Cook's already got his nose kind of up the inside, and there's a almost, well, basically sort of repeat of the previous incident where Robottom ends up sideways, Cook ends up over the inside curb, and uh, those shenanigans allow another... Infinity go past this time. It's Aiden Moffat mm-hmm. to take third. Nice move from Moffat. G- yeah. Mm. Learning from his teammate. Uh, yeah, pretty messy though, wasn't it, before that? Yeah. Th- this one's probably a bit over-aggressive from Robottom. I think so. Uh, yes. Anyone. The previous one I thought was more 50-50 or more to Cook, but this one's... Pardon me. This one's definitely on Robottom. I'm glad there was no penalty yeah. for that. So lap 12, Sutton gets past Ingram finally into McLean's. With a nice move. But he's now eight seconds, I think it was, behind the next nearest person. Yeah, because... Ingram did a very good job there. Ingram holds him up for the whole race. Yeah. His full max defence, which is quite enjoyable to watch. And Mm -hmm. this this is also the point where David Anderson realises it's the 201st race for Stephen Gillard. I'm glad I wasn't the only person to pick up on this. (laughs) Well, yeah, what did you have it down as? Uh, Was it... Because he says that this is now his 201st race because we missed it in the 200th race. 
So this is our 201st <laughs> serving of jelly. There we go. It's like, oh. Very <laughs> <laughs> good. Um, but the, the key takeaway from that, apart from the... I mean, is that even a pun? Is that <laughs> jelly didn't exactly help Turkington there, did he? No. Because he was behind Sutton for several laps when Ingram was being very slow and he wasn't mm-hmm. able to pull off a move past Sutton while Sutton was also trying to pull off a move past Ingram. And if you really want to be uh, good enough to help your team out, send it. Yeah. Or at least smash have a bit of a go. Stick your yeah, yeah, something. Something. <laughs> Nothing, I didn't see anything there. No. It did make a nice move on Ingram eventually, though, but it was far too late. Last bit of action I had noted was Smiley and Sam Osborne side-by-side for the old airfin. Yeah. And Osborne gets pushed out wide and drops, I think, three or four places down to 18. So another aggressive robust. move from Smiley. <laughs> Yeah, it was. And but he was always going to go off there because yeah. you can't go around the outside of the old hairpin, especially no. on Chris Smiley. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, the autocorrect in my notes is mad. I've had a hard time reading through it. <laughs> that one says, Smiley and Osborne said eBay said this, the old hairpin. <laughs> so. It's close enough. Apologies, has been any mistakes. Autocorrect. Uh, yeah, yeah, so that, that's that's all I have from race three. You guys got anything else you want to pick up? Uh, just that Turkington got the fastest lap for this race and for the last race, so he got two fastest laps out of this. Ooh. And uh, it, I, for me, it wasn't the race start that necessarily won him. It was the amazing safety car restart, which yes. he was just miles ahead of everybody while they're all half asleep. Expertly yeah. done. Hmm. Proctor and Edwards both retired with a problem in this one. Yeah, they're both coming to the pits on the same lap, but I wasn't mm. sure why. I think Edwards went back out and then came back in. Mm. Right. Or either lost a couple of laps behind, but she, I think she got back in. Yeah, the she's race. classified as two laps down there, so. Mm. Uh, Adam Morgan apparently got back out, but didn't see Oh, him. yeah. He's finished on the lead lap as well. I'm wondering if he came into the pits and then went back out and then the safety car bunched him up again. Possibly, mm. yeah. Yeah. Rick Parfit and Jack Mitchell, 21st, 22nd, apparently got reprimands or warnings yeah. after the race, but mm. I didn't see what One happened. One second, I don't know what was going on there. And Jason Plato got 15th. Did, so yeah, he got did, a point. Oh, he got a point, yeah, true. <laughs> didn't go anywhere, though, did he, really? Started 18th, was it? That's not really. He had no ballast yeah. in the car this time, so it's just it's a bit sad. It's a bit sad. Yeah, in a car that qualified yeah. third. Yeah, it's weird. It's definitely yeah. weird. I wonder if he'll be in that car next year. I mean, we're getting towards the end. Of, maybe we do uh, silly season predict, grid predictions after the final round <laughs> as an episode yeah. or something. But that should be interesting. Yeah. 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 Our review episode from last year's championship is still our highest downloaded episode. There we go. So we feel your appetite, yeah. listeners. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll serve it up pretty soon. Championship has been won. <laughs> Congratulations. Yes. <laughs> So right. I think what what was your rule of thumb, Tom? Forty points. Yeah, but within going into the one before, wasn't it? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. With there's two rounds so left. What's your what's your rule of thumb for the last? No, no, I don't have one. <laughs> there are so, five drivers in contention, but there aren't. But there aren't. <laughs> but one of them is ridiculously not in contention because he has to win and get fastest lap and pole leading laps and pole. Well, <laughs> Ash Sutton doesn't get any points. 
Yes. So, yeah, Josh Cook is out of it totally. But mark my words, that is the opening. Yeah, yeah. Five will be Because <laughs> he can win by one point if all of that stuff happens. Wow. <laughs> and none of the other drivers in the I'm championship bearing in mind, do anything either. He's only seven points behind both Hill and Ingram. Yeah. So they're all out of it. They're all out of it. It is Absolutely. only Turkington, but it's only just. It is only just. What's the gap, Colin? The gap is... 32 points between Sutton and Tuckington. Uh, it's doable. It, uh, it's extremely unlikely, but it is yeah. doable if Sutton has an absolute stinker. Doesn't qualify well, gets taken out in the first race, something like that. But I can't see it happening. Brian Hatch with the dodgy first sector. Anything mm. can happen there, but Sutton's been so clean this year. Yeah. I can't even remember him having a DNF. Oh, I can't either. Let's fact check that while you talk about the points. Oh no, Colin's on that. Will Matt, uh, Nick? uh, Yes. So you get twenty points. You get (laughs) twenty points for a win. And what's the gap again? Thirty odd. So two, I think it was. Yeah. So it's it's definitely possible with a DNF, but that's assuming that Turkington wins, and he's got second ballast going to qualifying. That's no mean feat. Plus, um, is it Indy layout? No, no, no Grand Prix. Oh, Grand Prix. It's Grand Prix layout. Grand Prix time. layout, sorry. Oh, okay. I mean, uh, it's possible. It's possible, but it's over, in my opinion. A game, set, and match. It just takes race one for Sutton to finish in, like, ninth and Turkin to finish in fifth, and then all he has to do is just finish the races. Easier said than done. Yeah. It is the finale. Uh, let's all remember Andy Jordan in 2013. He spiced mm-hmm. it up, right? So what am I going to say? I'm going to predict that Sutton wins it, but it's taken out of race two. <laughs> so it goes down to the final race. How about that for conspiracy theory? And it's going to be taken out by Carl Baldwin. Jason Plato. <laughs> 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 That's what the commentators seem to think will happen. No, yeah. it's not going to happen. But Ash Sutton has had one retirement this year. Oh, where was it? Alton Park, race three. And that is the only time he's not finished in the points. I can't remember where yeah. that was. Yeah, can I? And in fact, he's only finished outside of the top 10 twice, apart wow. from retirement as well. Wow. Mm. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. But four wins, four other podiums. So, yeah, four wins, two seconds, two thirds. And then just consistent points, everybody else. Goodness me. Well, a it's a enough. deserving champion. Elect. No, no, no. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's done. It's done. <laughs> Yeah, it's just that's that's all. Think he's too good for the series. I agree with that. Like I don't know, no, no, nobody's been near him this year. I'd love to no. see him in something else, but it's easier said than done. You think about everyone else. Jake Kell was his closest challenger for a while, and he yeah. chucked it in the wall at not Kell. Josh Cook has had some horror shows and a disqualification, which probably mm. that was a was a bit harsh. Turkington, yeah, that's been race two. He's just been not that consistent this year. Ingram, inconsistent again. So, yeah, he's the best. I'd be shocked if he doesn't win it. What, yeah. what makes it, I think, is he can pull out a top 10 with 45, 75 kilos, is it? Mm. Yeah. That's that's the, the key this season. 
and that's where the arguments will be behind the scenes, I'm sure, about rear-wheel drives carrying the weight better. Yeah, I did the last week year as well, and I think that's, yeah. that's why they upped it. Mm. But it's not really made a difference. The thing so. is, it was the same with every car he's driven. Mm-hmm. He's always been good with the weight or without. He just seems to be able to adapt. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, in a way, I almost want him to go to a different car next year to prove it again. It doesn't need proving, but people need to be shut, shut up. So, something like Australian supercars or something like that. But you can't get out to Australia at the minute, so no chance. No. <laughs> well, as oh. we got the uh, last race coming up, I thought this, if you have time, very quickly, the um, predictions we made at the beginning of the season. Oh. Yeah, go on. See if you can actually remember any of these. So, the overall champion. I said Gordon Chen, I believe. Mm-hmm. I said Ingram. You did. And I said Shedden. We're um, all wrong. We're all totally wrong. Uh, <laughs> team's champion. Uh, BMR, I think. BMW. BMW, sorry. <laughs> did, did I say what, BMW? What I? We all did. Oh, right. Mm. Well, we're out of that as well. Yep. Which is rare for them, but that's only because Oliphant and Jelly have not been very good. Yes. Time for change. And then we have the independence title. And we forgot to actually cover this in our predictions. So <laughs> I don't know who's independent <laughs> or not. So. <laughs> yep, that one didn't happen. Yep. Is it uh, everybody apart from Butcher? Pretty much. <laughs> but the Jack Sears trophy. Ah. Ooh. This is the one for third podium positions and blah blah blahs, right? Yep. I think that I said. <sighs> I think I might have said. Was it was it Robottom? I said. Nope. <laughs> no. No. All right. I have no idea then. I don't think you Sam Smelt. Guess who you thought you said? To be honest. <laughs> All right. Probably not. Sam Osborne. Did I? <laughs> yep. All right. Fair enough. Um, oh, I think I probably agreed with him. No, Tom was even more wrong. <laughs> oh, did I say Glengetty? You did go for Glengetty. <laughs> that lasted long. Yeah. <laughs> I went for Robottom. Oh, did you? Oh, well, oh, well, well yeah. done. And ah, the Wingfoot Award, who, who cares? Uh, next. Contender, do we say? We all actually had different ones for this. Oh. Because it was the most overtakes, wasn't it? Hmm. And is that what it what... is? It's average qualifying, isn't it? Oh yeah, it is. It was most overtakes <laughs> the year before. So yeah, average qualifying. <laughs> and we've got oh. Butcher for Colin. Oh well, he's um, in second at the minute. With a... I don't know if he's got a chance, but Jake Hill for Tom. Ah, oh, he's in third. And I don't know why I picked Dan Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs> Pre-season, I actually thought he was going to have a good year. Because you were yeah, thinking of overtakes, probably. Probably <laughs> was, actually. <laughs> He's had a good uh, second half this season. But In your defence, when he drove the Eurotech, I don't know if it was called Eurotech at the time, the, the Jeff Smith Civics, he did stick it on the front row a couple of times, didn't he? Yeah. I think that's probably where you're getting it from. <laughs> the other things that we predicted was um, who would get the BTC drive full time. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Senna Proctor got it, but I can't remember who I said. Uh, you and me both chose Proctor, Colin. Ah. Oh. And Tom Tom <laughs> didn't even commit to a name. He just said some GT driver who'll be new to the series. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I was wrong on that one. Yeah. <laughs> and then we had the first retirement 
was another prediction we made. What's that, Anthony? Uh, no, um, you and Tom, or should I say Colin and Tom, that's why I say you when I'm talking to both of you, <laughs> yeah. um, both said Cook, and oh. I went for Glyn Getty. Oh. What was the answer to that? How do you find Chris that out? Chris Smiley uh, was the first retirement. Sorry, Josh. Makes sense at the end of the season, the way Chris yeah. he's been driving <laughs> at the start of the year. Yeah. And I'm now curious uh, what you're going to say for this one, Colin, but the biggest house of the year. <laughs> oh, it was either Jason Plato or Anthony. Uh, yes, well, everyone I think I say Jason Plato. Plato. <laughs> <laughs> um, I clarified it by going Plato for media and neat for driving standards. Well, I wouldn't disagree with that. Plato's mm. not really done much media because nobody's been no. bothered about him. Uh, so I'm thinking, who would you actually say was the biggest house of the year? So far? And then Andy did have some dodgy driving standards. Yeah. But then Andy attacked a team manager. Yeah, Andy's won that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't think of anyone else. <laughs> yeah, that covers yeah. our predictions for the year. That was you, good you, s- you sent around a Pandini interview, didn't you? I need to watch that. Yeah, I mean, uh, this is on the British Touring Car YouTube channel. Huzzah! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, uh, I still like the Ingram uh, Shedden footage or whatever. Um, and this is talking quite open and honest, and it's quite you forget he's got like a back made of metal, and he's got yeah. his son racing in Formula 4 on the same weekends. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, well, and his mates with James Thompson, and you're like, oh, well, you know, fair play. I still doesn't make what he does on the track sometimes out of anger acceptable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he's talking about age, and he's older than you think, and that house, that uh, nullif- uh, dampens some of his reaction times and stuff, and it's quite interesting. So check that out. Um, you know, obviously we, we are critical. Uh, we do it from a place of passion, and slightly from jest, <laughs> right? And it's 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 constructive feedback. I like to think sometimes. Yeah. Yes, calling him a house was constructive. Yes, feedback. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, and he's taken that on board, and he's done a very uh, in- interesting interview. Mm. It still the interview was quite interesting. Yeah, I have it, to say, it still approached Russell Morgan after the Silverstone race in a slightly <laughs> different manner, and so it's all alleged. But well, it's not really. We just don't know what, how it happened. But yeah. yeah. I still think though he's only was he said forty seven and it was it Matt Neal and Jason Plato are, are both a fair bit older than that and are both still yeah. racing at the sharp end when they were both racing so I'm not sure about the age thing so much. No, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. I thought is is he saying it as an excuse? I suppose he kind of is, but I still thought it was honest to admit to it. Yes, but there's no yeah. other YouTube exclusive stuff. But we'll save that rant for the end of year podcast again. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, so in two weeks' time, we'll have the United States Grand Prix from Circuit of the Americas. And mm. Is it Austin, Texas? or it, Just outside, I think. Hmm, yeah. The uh, the safe haven for all the world's podcasters <laughs> and comedians at the moment. <laughs> We're all there, getting COVID, passing it around. Mm. <laughs> Not paying income tax. Not paying so. income tax. Because you moved because of COVID regulations, not the fact that there's zero oh, percent income just, tax. That's coincidental, yeah. As yeah. you've just signed a hundred million dollar Spotify deal. Naming no names. Rogan. Um <laughs> and in two weeks' time we've got also got the finale of the British Touring Car Championship. So I think what we'll do is probably round up those events and then do a separate 
season oh, review. Oh, my word, that's come quick and we were supposed to be going and I've yeah. not sorted it out yet. Oh, I'm not going. Oh, you're <laughs> Championship, not? Yeah. The championship's over and I'm skint. So. Oh. Yeah, money is a main issue, I think, at this time of year. Man, yeah. I've got the little uh, recorder for out and about. I could have done it live. Oh, dear. <laughs> To be honest, I'll, I'll, I'll have, I have had I did a tour look this week to see if I can come down and I might still do it. But right, let's talk off air. Let's work we'll talk off air about that. It's late, yeah. so another day. Yeah, so we'll do we'll do the review episode in two weeks' time and then we'll do a season in review of everything and all things. Yeah, yeah, sounds good. I can't sounds remember good. how we did it last year, but it was obviously popular. So <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll revisit yeah, that. Trying to remember 30-odd races is no mean feat. Yeah. Yes. Don't know why I said thirty odd. It is just thirty. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you want to talk about support races. Yeah. Um Yeah, so I think that'll do it this week from me. Any from you guys? No, that's all from me. I think we've gone on long enough. <laughs> yep. And uh, the intro that you hear will likely be re recorded. Ah. <laughs> because that was a shambles of a beginning of this podcast. But what you hear will be semi-professional. So we'll see you again in two weeks' time. Thank you for downloading. We're on Twitter at Final Corner Pod, but no one follows us. <laughs> and I'm on Twitter at Bar66. Tom is... At Tom H. Lord. And Nick is... I think it's at Manor House. That's... How do you spell that? Uh, I'm not telling you. <laughs> <laughs> but the main thing, I think, is follow on Spotify and subscribe on iTunes if you want to, mm. you know... Get the latest drop when the latest episode airs because we're not on a regular schedule, right? Because we're just doing it in evenings. So, um, yeah, just that's the best way of following us. Yep, and yeah, well, we're breaking milestones every week. There we fastest, go. Fastest growing motorsport podcast in Scotland. Shot out of NGN <laughs> Scotland. In Falca. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need to check if there's actually another podcast in Scotland <laughs> about motorsport, but that might be factual. So, yeah, give us a subscribe and uh, we'll see you in two weeks time for Kota and Brandsatch Grand Prix yep. God, even the exit's terrible this week, so. <laughs> you have to bleep out that otherwise we have to, we have to put guidance on the podcast upload thing. I've been saying for the last 20 minutes I think I may need to bleep that so. <laughs> we did start the year with it <laughs> yeah, very true. see ya right. goodbye bye <laughs> goodbye <laughs>